You are listening to CQ Chats, a Wilbur Worldwide podcast to help you increase your cultural intelligence. Join CQ facilitator and consultant Wilbur Sargunaraj as he travels into a world where we celebrate difference and embrace the learning brought to us by newfound friends. This program is brought to you by CQ Worldwide Consulting. A couple of things coming up this half hour. You probably have heard of IQ, maybe even EQ, which is your emotional intelligence. But have you heard of CQ? We'll be speaking to an artist who's helping others increase their cultural intelligence. This is part of an exhibit at Wanaskewin, so we'll learn about that just ahead. Right now, it is 22 minutes before 8 o'clock. I'm Lee Sugarinski. This is Saskatoon Morning on CBC Radio 1, 94.1 FM. Well, in a world divided by fake news and disinformation, Wilbur Sargunaraj thinks he can help. His photo exhibit at Wanaskewin takes audiences on a visual journey with an aim at increasing their CQ, or cultural intelligence. Wilbur is a cultural intelligence facilitator, and he joins us right now. Wilbur, good morning. Good morning, Leisha. How are you? I'm well, thanks. We should probably start with a bit of a definition. What exactly is cultural intelligence? For sure. Well, a lot of people think that it's, you know, sounds really academic, but it's very, very easy to grasp. So CQ is cultural intelligence. It's basically your ability to work effectively with people from different cultures. That's it. It's plain and simple. It's really, really easy. Uh, is it simple in practice, though? Well, that's the thing, and that's why we have this exhibit, and that's why I do what I do as a cultural intelligence facilitator. Um, I just find we are just pitted so much against each other. I mean, it, the, 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 the us versus them mentality pervades our society, and that's why we need this. That's why we need CQ. So tell me more about that, because I, I read something that this isn't just about being nice to other people who come from different no. backgrounds, right? It's so much more than that. And so maybe give us an example of how, how we can increase our cultural intelligence. Right. Okay. So th- th- there are four capabilities of CQ. Um, we have uh, CQ Drive, uh, and that's basically your interest. So CQ Drive is basically having an interest in a different culture. We have um, CQ Knowledge, which is understanding similarities and differences. And then we have uh, CQ Strategy, which is planning and being aware. And that's just asking the question, why, why? And I'll come back to that one later. And the last one is CQ Action, which is appropriately adjusting your behavior. Now, those are the four pillars of CQ. And this is what people need to know to increase their CQ. One of the biggest things that we need to do is to kind of focus on the strategy, CQ strategy, which is planning and being aware and asking the question why. The thing we don't do is when we are interacting with a different culture or meeting someone from a different culture, or maybe we're introduced to food from a different culture, the first instance, let's take for example, you are in a street market in Cambodia and you are offered a tarantula to eat. The first thing that usually we do is like, oh, that is disgusting. Now, that would be something that's kind of equated with low CQ. Now, if we can move away from a place of that's disgusting to answer the question why, I wonder why people eat insects. I wonder why they do that. Why, why, why? Mm -hmm. Then we can move away from, oh, that's disgusting to, hey, that's different. So it's a simple thing. At, At the core, the simple way to increase someone's CQ is always ask the question, why? I wonder why that is. And to work on these four pillars. Like, you have to have an interest. Without having an interest, we're not going to engage. You're not going to be able to engage with the other. And the, the thing is, 
we don't have to travel overseas to increase your cultural intelligence. A lot of people think that, oh, well, Wilbur, you're a cultural intelligence facilitator. You've been to the 10 cultural clusters. I mean, it's easy for you to say that. But I say, no, some of the, the, the friends that I have who have never stepped on a plane, they are some of the most culturally intelligent people. We can exercise that. Here's the thing. We can exercise that right here in Canada, right here in Saskatchewan. Don't, I mean, don't worry about different culture. What about our own backyard here mm-hmm. with our First Nations brothers and sisters? That's the way where we can increase our CQ. Well, let's talk about that because you are doing this photo exhibit at Wanaskewin. So how do you yes. take us on a visual journey about this? Oh, well, so first of all, I just want to say thanks to Wanaskewin. It is amazing. When we were looking at the, the premiere in Saskatoon, I said, I need to have this in Wanaskewin. And this is coming full circle for me because when I was in high school, I was just outside Wanaskewin in a small town. This was in the 90s. And... I was never introduced to Indigenous history. I had no concept. This is in 1995, and at the same year, and even when I graduated in 1996, the last residential school of Canada was still running in this province, right, at uh, Gordon First Nation. And for me, my education, if you will, of First Nations people, it was based on stereotypes. Because I had no education at all. It wasn't being taught. We weren't taken to Wanaskewin. It was 10 minutes away, but nope, we we weren't being taken there. So um, I was brought up with three things, and these are the three words. And I know it's hard for us Canadians, it's hard for people in Saskatchewan, but I need to say this. Three words, downtown, drunk, and dirty. That was my that was my introduction to First Nations people. So it was so sad. I had no concept that there was a residential school going on at the time. I had no idea I had to decolonize myself. And I've come around full circle, educating myself, taking taking um, Indigenous classes, um, and now partnering here on Treaty 6 territory with my Indigenous friends, and most of them work at Wanaskewin. And it, it is amazing. And that's the thing that we need to do, is we need to start sitting at the table, breaking bread together, making friends with each other. So coming on full circle to Wanaskewin, it's been beautiful. So we, um, this whole exhibit is all about how do you work effectively with a person from a different culture? How do you sit down? How do you sit down with them? How do you break bread? And how um, do you engage with your perceived other, someone who you think is different than yourself. So we have the, 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 the exhibition basically starts off with an introduction to what CQ is, like I explained at the beginning, the four capabilities of CQ, and then there's uh, the explanation of the 10 cultural clusters. So what is a cluster? It's different groupings of nations. They have shared beliefs, similar cultural values. Uh, we are in the Anglo cluster, along with the States, along with Ireland and the UK and Australia and New Zealand. And then I basically explain uh, what cultural values are. Uh, and so these are basically values and personal preferences that are important to people. So really quickly, an example of that would be individualism versus collectivism. Let's do that one because we're in the Anglo cluster. So individualism in the Anglo cluster, and COVID has actually brought this out, what is the value that we love the most? And we see that it is freedom of speech. We love our freedom of speech. We love our independence. We love that individuality. So, because we don't, you know, let's take a simple example about masking, for example. So, when I, I lived in Japan for a while, and this was a long time ago, people have been wearing masks there for such a long time. And it's all about protecting the greater community. So, right? It's a very collectivist society. 
but then you come here, and then everything is about, no, you don't tell me what to do. I have my rights. And now, this is the thing. If we can come to a point where we suspend judgment and understand these values, that's where I think that's the, that's the beginning point. Baby steps right there. And yeah. then at the very end of the exhibition is our, uh, a place for self-reflection where you can ask, well, who is my other? And then take steps towards increasing your CQ. I want to get back to the start of the exhibit because there's something special about the Northern Lights. And before we let you go, Wilbur, we don't have a ton of time, but I know that, no that this exhibit is dedicated to someone special. Yes, it is. It's dedicated to my mom. And um, she was a force for reconciliation, force for love, for forgiveness. And I thought I needed, I mean, I needed her to be part of this exhibition. So um, the Northern Lights are special. We know that the First Nations, they believe that their ancestors dance in the sky. And I remember when my mom passed away uh, last year, um, it was really hard, but um, I would go outside uh, and I would make specific trips up to the north to, to watch the city to see if I could catch the Northern Lights my mom and i know over a long period of time during the summer i couldn't see anything november 4th the solar flare happened here in saskatoon i know I'm, some of you viewers i'm not you're listening you probably re, uh, um, remember that day and i remember going outside at seven o'clock nothing happened i remember going at uh, two o'clock and at two o'clock i had the most incredible show and my mom appeared to me that night and it was unlike anything I have ever seen. I mean, I took two pictures, but the rest of the time I was just lying in the field, looking up at the sky, going, Mom, I love you. Thanks for showing up. And so I basically, I, I mean, I didn't realize if I took good pictures or not, but I saw the picture, I took it, um, and that has become the treaty acknowledgement for the introduction for the gallery. And so I am so deeply honored to have Mom there. And if I can say just one last thing, you know, I was watching a, an interview with uh, Zelensky. And it was so beautiful, and this is how it sums up this, the, 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 the exhibition. He was telling Putin, Putin, we need to talk. We need to dialogue, but not at your 30-meter table where you are on one side and I'm on the other side. We need to come together close. I don't bite. That, Lisa, is, is what this exhibit is all about, to be at the same table, not far apart, not going after tolerance, which denotes... I put up with you, but a transformation of the heart where we love each other and we take that risk to enter into the world of our perceived others. That's what Exploring CQ is all about. Wilbur, I could listen to you forever. I'm going to come to your to your, to your exhibit next week. Thank you so much for being with us today. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lisa. Really, really appreciate it. <laughs> that is Wilbur Sargundaraj. His exhibit, Exploring CQ, is at Wanaskewin until March 31st. We're at 12 minutes now before 8 o'clock. This is Saskatoon Morning on CBC Radio 1. So that was the CBC Radio 1 interview with Lisha Grabinski. Um, and uh, I'm actually now joined with uh, Amanda. Amanda, you have to teach me how to pronounce your last name. <laughs> Bullin, like bull in China shop. <laughs> oh, wow, just like that. Okay, Amanda Bullin. Bullin and wh- how, wh- what's your role here at Wanaske One again here? Yeah, my uh, role right now is manager of customer experience. So uh, I have the honor of having the visitor services staff uh, at the front and also the galleries underneath right now. So it's great, basically. Anything when the visitors come in uh, that they see, uh, I get to um, kind of have a hand in making sure that everything 
is going well. You were the right person that I ran into <laughs> that day when I was with Randy Lynn outside mm -hmm. asking if we could have this exhibition here at the place. Amanda, I need to thank you so much for making this possible. What drew you into the whole thing of having exploring CQ at Wanaskewan? Uh, you. Uh, <laughs> I think one thing, it was really, I um, I very much hold that uh, that day very fondly in my memories, and it was um, right before uh, September 30th, and, and you were here with my very dear friend, Randy, and I was so excited to to see her and uh, got to meet you that day, and it was, again, a, such an honor, and I always say it like that because I just feel so... Um, so gifted to you know to, to be able to to meet you and and meet people and really have all those connections come together because yes. it really does happen in this place really is uh, really is magic so it was supposed to happen right it was it was great so just hearing how passionate you are about everything hearing um, you do that uh, that video and that recording with Randy and mm. sing and and just kind of explain really what the goal is with everything mm -hmm. that you're doing I think that that was the biggest part of it that's right. really what the what the interest was was you know it it fits in and it fits with the mandate and it fits with um, you know cultural awareness yes. and it fits with uh, March being um, you know with the anti-racism yes. uh, day and and month and being able to have that and really where a lot of uh, educators are trying to get to and see and so really for the last week and a half or a couple weeks that it's been up here it's been so wonderful mm. hearing all of the comments and the teachers being here, realizing it's here, uh, knowing that they're going to be starting their units that would relate to that and right. not having seen stuff like this before, you know, really kind of those, those little, those questions that make you want to question, Yeah. right? Like let's, let's actually learn more and let's yes. actually um, do these calls to action. It's beautiful. Yeah. It and that's exactly why I wanted to have Exploring CQ here on Wanaskin because of what this place means, right? I mean, the space, what it means about people coming here to educate themselves on Indigenous history. And, and I think, like, honestly, if we're going to have, you know, genuine reconciliation between settler and Indigenous, we really do need to uh, educate ourselves on our shared mm -hmm. history, right? Education is so important. And that's why for me, it was like, okay, the pictures are nice and everything, but this is an educational mm -hmm. exhibition, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where we're teaching people about how to engage with your perceived other and how do you enter into that world? How do you confront your unconscious bias? So, um, and just, it, it is like this place when I was in <laughs> high school was open and no one ever brought me, my social studies mm -hmm. teachers never brought me here to this place. And I, I really, you know, I'm still choked about that because this was in the <laughs> 90s. And so for me to come back here and to have this exhibition, it is a deep, deep, deep honor um, to, to, to do this here. So um, one of the things that I never got to do in the interview with Leisha was because it was like so fast, right? Mm. All those questions in the morning is like bang, bang, bang. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm answering all of them. But there's so many things that I want to say. Yeah. And one of the things that I really wanted to say was um, what actually when, when you came and saw Randy and I, we were talking about the four A's, as I say to the Canadians, <laughs> the four A's of, of, of uh, reconciliation. You're being aware of the past, right? I mean, and and all of this can happen. I mean, just coming into the space of one mm -hmm. when right? I mean, and you're taking baby steps to educate yourself, being aware of the past, acknowledging that there was a wrong, 
that was done, you know, so we kind of move away from people saying like, oh, why can't we just move on from this? Why do we have to talk about this? But acknowledging that there was wrong, it was painful, Mm -hmm. and then making amends, um, you know, confession and forgiveness, and then, um, what's the last, the fourth one, Um, uh, taking action. And um, and I think this is a great way having this exhibition here. It's like because we talk about reconciliation so much, but reconciliation is just more than words. Mm-hmm. It has to be action, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there has to be reconciliation. And so those are like the four A's of reconciliation that I really wanted to kind of tell Leisha, but I never got a chance in that interview. <laughs> so there you are, people. Those are the four A's of reconciliation. And once again, Amanda... Um, it is so beautiful to have this exhibition here. And, and, and just for me being in here as an artist in residence, hearing people as they walk through, mm-hmm. talking to them, having these conversations, um, I, it has been so meaningful and rewarding to hear that. Just mm-hmm. from people who are just, that I don't know, just randomly kind of stopping by, then I'll come and say, hey, this is, you know, what do you think of the exhibition? What have you learned? And um, yeah, it's been meaningful. So a huge thanks to you, to Juana Skewen, um, for making this possible. And um, for those of you who are listening, there is an event. I guess you guys are hosting. We're doing this next uh, weekend, which is... Yeah, next Saturday already, March yeah, 19th. March 19th, mm-hmm. 2022. We'll be having... Now, do we know if it's going to be in... I mean, it depends on how many people show It depends up, right? on how many people. I think that that's yes. the biggest thing. So um, we definitely have space for as many people uh, that are able to come and really uh, hear what Wilbur has to say. It It's truly inspiring it's there's I don't know how to how to really explain it any differently than to hear somebody's journey really Mm -hmm. authentically and still acknowledging that um, you're still learning and there's still so much work and really bringing stories from everywhere together and what are the similarities and how can we uh, you know all all those things that you're teaching so definitely highly highly recommend uh, coming and we can fit as many people that are able to come Uh, if it is a more intimate group we do have the story circle that it's going to be in and there'll be a fire going and it'll just it'll be be a a really really beautiful (laughs) space but we definitely don't want to don't want to crowd people in so absolutely so that's march 19th Mm -hmm. at 4 p.m it's Mm -hmm. a free event Mm -hmm. i think the only thing that people have to pay for is parking right yeah so uh the parking that we do have on site uh goes right back into uh, our conservation effort so it goes right back to the bison and um and bringing the land back to native prairie so it's it's like a, a donation to the park and being able to to really increase that habitat for the bison that we have on site and Beautiful. and finishing the elders vision and keeping that going of the site yeah awesome so 4 p.m <laughs> march 19th uh, come for and I'm, I'm i'm trying amanda to make this accessible for both kids <laughs> and adults so this yes. is gonna be interesting because i want yeah. everyone to be part of this so we're gonna juggle and make sure that everyone's engaged we'll have some songs too as well i'm gonna bring out the ukulele uh, and so we'll sing some songs Great. and we'll dance together and we'll increase our cq together Amanda, thanks so much for being on this program. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Everyone, Roman Andri, thank you very much for listening to CQ Chats. And um, we will see you again in our next episode. Roman Andri, how do you say thank you again in Greek? Hi, hi, right? Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. On our canoes, on our canoes, we will move forward together. Together, we're gonna live together. Ka-
from each other Thank you for listening to CQ Chats, a Wilbur Worldwide podcast. For additional resources and to learn more about CQ Worldwide Consulting, please visit www.wilbur.asia. Track with Wilbur on social media at Wilbur Worldwide. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast.